You're listening to the Retro Wrestling Review Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Gus Edwards and this is the Retro Wrestling Reviews Podcast. On today's show we'll be looking at the November 28th, 1981 episode of Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. I've had so much feedback on these shows and every show has grown in listenership and I couldn't be happier. The success of the podcast is 100% down to you and I want you to know that I really do appreciate you listening. If you're new to the show, then please look in our archives and listen to some of the other Mid-Atlantic shows we have reviewed. And a couple of reminders, we'll soon be adding Mid-South and World Class reviews. Also on Tuesdays, we do a bonus episode which reviews an individual show chosen by our listeners. If you have a particular show you want reviewed, then please get in touch on Twitter at RetroWrestling4 or email me at RetroReviews at Hotmail.com. This past Tuesday, we took a look at Beach Blast 1992 featuring Sting and Cactus Jack, amongst others, and this coming Tuesday will be Wrestle War 1989, headlined by an NWA World Championship match between Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair. Let's get on with today's show. Mid-Atlantic Wrestling, 20th of November 1981. We open as usual with Bob Coddle and David Crockett at the desk introducing today's show and letting us know that this week we'll see Blackjack Mulligan and Jake Roberts as a tag team, Ole Anderson and Roddy Piper, along with the Ninja and Sergeant Slaughter. First match is Robertson Mulligan versus Charlie Fulton and Nikolai Volkov. This is the first in-ring appearance for both Blackjack Mulligan and Nikolai Volkov. The day before this show aired, Volkov and his partner Chris Markov lost the Mid-Atlantic tag team titles to Johnny Weaver and Jay Youngblood. Both Mulligan and Volkov look in great shape here. Well, in comparison to how they look in about five to six years' time. Volkov and Fulton get no offence at all in this match. The camera also misses the finish to this match, which Bob tells us was Mulligan using the claw on Fulton. Back from the break, and Mulligan is at the desk with Coddle. They talk about all the new talent coming into the area. They cut to an interview with Sandy Scott from Worldwide Wrestling, talking again about the Cadillac that will be up for grabs at some point in the future. Sergeant Slaughter joins him and talks about looking forward to seeing someone like Tommy Rich coming in. They go to a video of Tommy Rich and it's the same match as last week against Tony Russo. Roddy Piper now comes out. All of this is audio over the Tommy Rich match and he's one in the car. And now they show the same video of Angelo Mosca which we saw last week. It's still surreal to see a WWF match being shown on Mid-Atlantic TV with Vince McMahon commentating although neither of these matches have made me excited to watch Rich or Mosca. They then go back to Mulligan and he also wants a Cadillac. And then they cut to a clip of a confrontation between Mulligan Jr, that who's Barry Windham, and Big John Studd. Back from the break and Sergeant Slaughter is out for an interview. Slaughter says because Wahoo McDaniel hasn't answered his open challenge, then the challenge is now open to everyone. He also challenges any wrestler including Wahoo, to break his Cobra clutch and he'll give them $1,000. Big money back in those days. 
To the ring and it's Jim Nelson, the Sergeant Slaughter protege, against Keith Larson, who's Don Colonel's real life brother. Nelson gets a win with the Cobra Clutch. This might be Nelson's first win on TV, as he's been used as a jobber until this partnership with Slaughter. Back from the break and Ricky Steamboat is out for an interview and he's carrying a big bag. Apparently this is one of three bags full of mail demanding that Steamboat gets a match with Roddy Piper. He says this is still not enough to take to Jim uh, Crockett and he needs more fans writing in demanding that he gets a match. We go to the ring again and it's Ninja with uh, Jim Holiday against Vinny Valentino who I thought was Frank Monte but I guess not. Ninja's face paint looks a bit like the Joker's face paint here. Ninja gets a win with an impressive looking head but from the top rope. Next up is Roddy Piper and Ole Anderson against Don Carnodal and Tony Anthony. Anthony became a bit of a star in Smoky Mountain Wrestling as the Dirty White Boy and he also had a couple of short runs in the WWE as T.L. Hopper, the wrestling plumber and also as Uncle Cletus, who was with the Godwins in 1997 for a few weeks. Piper and Ole spend most of the match working over the arm of Anthony, and Anderson gets a submission win with an armbar. After the match, Piper and Anderson beat down Anthony and Carnodal. Keith Larson runs in and he's dumped quickly before Steamboat and Jake Roberts run out for the save. The show finishes with Steamboat and Roberts at the desk, with a good interview calling out Piper and Ole for their actions. And I'm going to play it for you now. And here's Rick Steamboat. Rick, they're a a vicious, a vicious combination, a vicious team, Rick. You know, getting a win, Bob, is is, is one thing. A pin, one, two, three, a submission when the man finally concedes. Looks like they wanted to hurt him. But this type of thing that's been going on is just trying to get rid of guys, trying to get them out of wrestling and hurt them. Well, if you want a piece of a guy that just loves for you to just touch me one time, that's all I'm asking you. Piper, you and Ole, the both of us right here, Anytime. just touch us one time. Anytime you're ready, Anderson, you or Piper, there's no need for cheap things like this to continue in wrestling. And if you don't think for one minute that I'm not going to start jumping on your horse every time I get a chance, boy, then you must be nuts. Saddle because up, me and this guy here are going to ride into Charlotte and we're going to tear up some tails because it's time. And you know it. Even at this early age, Jake was a really good promo. This was a good show, with them only being 40 minutes or so, they really fly by. No matches really stood out, but I did enjoy Ole and Piper working over the arm of Tony Anthony and then getting submission with an arm bar. It's a type of wrestling I enjoy. Build up to your finish. Next week, we'll be back with the 5th of December 1981 episode of Mid-Atlantic, and this show features a tag team match of Ole Anderson and Ray the Crippler Stevens, who was one of the biggest stars in the 1970s, in a tag team with um, Pat Patterson in San Francisco, and they'll be against Buddy Landell and Paul Jones. Also in action is Big John Studd and much, much more. This coming Tuesday, on our bonus episode, We'll be looking at Wrestle War 1989 and a famous match between Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat for the NWA World Title. It's the third and final match of their trilogy. Also on that show is Sting, Lex Luger, The Great Muta and much more. Remember if you have your show you want to be reviewed then get in touch either on Twitter at RetroWrestling4 or email me at RetroWrestling at Hotmail.com I hope you've enjoyed the show this week. 
If you have, then please subscribe, leave a review and tell a friend. Take care of yourself and I'll speak to you soon.